This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Hey everybody, we're here at Hillbillies and Hot Dogs at Compass Records today for Americana Fest this week, hanging out with Nikki Bloom. How you doing, Hi, Nikki? I'm Hi. good. Thanks for stopping by, Diddy. Thank you for talking to me and talking lipstick and bangs already. Already lipstick and bangs, yeah. yeah. These are actually two very important things. Considerations for women in Americana. <laughs> they really are. And you know, that brings me to my first question. Being a woman in the genre, it there's it's still predominantly male. There's a lot of dudes. Uh, so how do you find when you're out touring, you know, as a woman, sometimes you find yourself completely surrounded by men. Are there any problems you come up against or is it complete as the has the landscape changed, do you mm. think? Well, I um, am a little sister of two older brothers, so the dude factor feels pretty natural to mm -hmm. me. Um, and I've been in bands for the last 11 years of my life, so it feels pretty natural and I'm comfortable with men and the jokes and the smells and the bands <laughs> and all that comes with it. Um, I do feel it a little bit when you assert yourself. As a woman, when you assert yourself um, or you speak your needs, I do feel resistance in that way. Like somehow you're kind of being like pushy or bossy when really, um, you know, you're just kind of expressing your expectations. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where I feel the rub for sure. And I feel that with people really intimate and close to me. Um, and that's a hard thing to sit with. It's hard to be like, oh, did I make them mad? Did I piss them off? Like, I don't know. And it's really, for me, it's been a journey of becoming comfortable with asserting myself and being okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's it's a practice yeah. for me, for sure. Um, a daily journey. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's it's something you, you sort of explore, I think, on your new album, To Rise, You Gotta Fall, which we're loving. Thank yeah. you. 
Just, just sort of the pitfalls that one, that anyone can go through, male or female, in life. Yeah. Coming back from that. Totally. I mean, I think for me, it's been such a journey of like, we have to go through it, right? Like life is a series of yin and yangs. Yes. And how would we know uh, to differentiate the good from the bad if we didn't have both? So, you know, it's all necessary, but um, it's definitely been a learning journey and it will continue to be a learning journey. And I was just on the phone with my mom last night talking about, you know, this, this journey we're on and she kind of reminded me, she's 73 years old and um, she kind of reminded me like, you just kind of have to keep on keeping on and 9-11 was yesterday and of course there were all these like really emotional posts and there was this one post on Instagram that my friend put up that was an a text from a passenger on one of the planes that was hijacked saying yeah. I'm on this plane it's been hijacked I don't know if I'll see you again but I love you and move on with your life and love somebody else and it was just like this really extreme I had this really extreme reaction as I'm sure everybody who read it did but the message of course was like love prevails yeah. right and like we go through all of these traumas and hardships, but we have to make sure that we remember all of the beautiful things too. Because yeah. it's so easy to get sucked into the negativity. And it's really important to like remember that there's all of these amazing things that happen and people that come together. And, you know, it's a strange time right now in our world, politically, environmentally, like there's a lot going on. And mm-hmm. I think we have to remember to support each other and and to to make love the priority. Yeah, and to move through it as best we can with that community, with that love. Yep. Yeah. So I was listening to your single uh, this morning, and it reminded me, just right off the bat, it reminded me of, I thought of Van Leer Rose, but it's not quite the same. It's more a song of of having the blues, but moving through it. You want to tell me about it for just... Yeah, totally. Um, I wrote that song. That was like the first hopeful song I wrote out of a pretty dark time in my life when my world was really changing and shifting. I had a lot of transition going on. I was um, coming out of a marriage and a musical relationship that I had come to really rely on and Mm. depend on. And I was like living in Sausalito in my little apartment. It was like my little healing nest that I came out of after you know, splitting from my husband, and I had my cat with me, and I remember I woke up, and it was like a really beautiful day, and I started just, well, I started the day with a little, you know, smell a little Little relaxation. Yeah, and and I was just like, started strumming, and I was like, okay, looked at my cat, she was like rolling in the dirt, and I was like, you know, life is pretty good. Like, yeah, I've gone through a lot of trauma, and there's been you know, a lot of disappointment and broken expectations and all that, but, like, looking out on Richardson Bay and the sun shining and my cat being there, and it was, like, a moment of seeing, like, a light at the end of the tunnel because I had been in such a dark place for so long that that song for me was, like, the first little taste of, like, healing. Mm. And that was just, like, encouraging for me and in my healing and in my growth um, to kind of believe that I was going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you have been on a journey, actually. So you're a California girl. And have you moved recently here to Nashville? You've I made, did. You made the journey? I made the journey. Yes. We are all on our journeys. Mine is, um, you know, uh, f- 
geographically, I've moved from California, where I've lived my entire life, mm-hmm. to Nashville. And I really did it on a whim. It was very last minute. I started coming to Nashville um, to do some writing trips and to uh, co-write and kind of fell in love with that process and just that energy that's here yeah. in the air and like how it is very much an industry. Um, but to me, it was really beautiful because it was like I, I tend to be very type A, um, which is resistant to that like easygoing artist type. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like this cool thing of you can make an appointment and you can schedule it and you can show up and you can have an intention and then you can be creative. So it was like this beautiful thing of like both sides of my brain coming together. Um, and I just really fell in love with that process and meeting new people and, you know, really talking to people about deep experiences. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool because a lot of the songwriters I met here were very stoked that I wanted to write about something real in my life. They were like, I'm just stoked not to write about trucks and chicks, you know. <laughs> and I was like, really? You have to do that? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, as a as a songwriter and as an emotional person and meeting with other writers who write predominantly to, like, crank out songs, mm-hmm. it was a nice marriage of, like, yeah these people do it for a living and they're really good at it and I am like needing to express and so what happened was this sort of therapeutic situation where I felt like I was kind of coming out of a therapy session with a song and it was free that's very cool that's great there's a definite there is a vibe here and as a California girl myself I know what you mean that move east is 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 great there's a very centralized feeling here where you can get to other parts of the country easily and there's there's a lot of press about Nashville, but it's it's a crossover town. Totally. And so I had that experience and I was staying at my friend actually Langhorn Slim's house and I was like this is a cool neighborhood and then I was like I'm just gonna see what it's like here real mm-hmm. estate wise and I started kind of looking around and I ended up finding this house and I was like um should I do this? And I literally saw the house and was on a plane back to California and had committed to moving to Nashville on such a whim like it was just it was one of those things it was just like one of those really spontaneous things and you know of course I get home and I'm like what did I do (laughs) but it's been great and it's scary and I think about California every day and I think about moving home I miss my friends I miss my family but I also feel really excited to be here and to you know commit to staying here for Mm -hmm. a while and just checking it out and seeing you know how it feels and experiencing seasons you know yeah. it snows here that's cool it does yeah. yeah well we're excited to have you here too is this your first americana fest second third this Many is maybe fest? my second or third mm-hmm. um but i've never like been here and been able to sleep in my own bed so okay. that's like icing on the cake it is icing on the cake yeah uh, you have a packed Americana Fest schedule. I do. Lots of stuff today, including yeah. here at Compass Records. Uh, but you all week you've got showcases. And what, so what's your, uh, what are you looking forward to the most? Anything in particular stand out? Yes. Um, my dear friend, Sarah Coomer, who I met through um, Ken, who played mm-hmm. drums on my record. We spoke to him last night. Okay, good. Yeah. So his wife, Sarah, put out this beautiful book called Physical Disobedience, and it's a look at women supporting women, women looking at their physical appearance, their bodies, and 
turning that mindset of like self-deprecation into self-empowerment and it's just I feel like Sarah is sort of a pioneer of this group in Nashville and maybe even beyond of like women supporting women and pumping women up and like I'm and, and it also is an association with gun control and gun safety um but her book and I've just begun reading it it's awesome like mm. I want to tell everybody that I know about it because we have all of these old stories we tell ourselves right yeah. about who we are and our physicality and you know it's like time that we change the dialogue and we start empowering ourselves and empowering others so she invited me I have this song out called remember love wins that I did a very uh, small pressing of um, and all proceeds go to Planned Parenthood and Sam was Standing Rock and she heard that record maybe through Ken and she asked me to go and perform mm -hmm. that song today. So that's what I'm most that's excited great. about because I feel like she's doing really great advocacy for a really, really great purpose. And she has real intention mm -hmm. to offering support and um, addressing real issues. Mm -hmm. So, And that's what we started talking about, it, sort of in a joking manner, you know. Yeah. Bangs and makeup. Bang, right. Yeah. Like, do we look okay? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, are there guys that are like... I mean, I guess guy I would be like, does something with my teeth? Yeah. But I don't know if they'd be like, oh, does my... I, I don't know. I mean, I think the music industry is, you know, is very specific, too, because it's image-centric, you know, it's image-concerned. But as women in this industry, you know... Which is interesting you know. because you don't look like music is to be heard. So Correct. why do we put all of this emphasis on, like, the visual of it? You Marketing. Know? I know. Right? It's like Very close, close, I like to close my eyes when I listen to music because I don't like too many different um, senses to be activated because the most important one is the sound for me. And I think ultimately that's that's what it, it should be. That's what it's about. And you have a beautiful sound. Thank we love you. that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for talking to me today. Thank you for stopping by Diddy. Yeah. I have one more question that I wanted yeah. to ask and maybe we can edit it in uh, later. I wanted to ask you about the San Francisco scene because it's something that we don't really cover. Yeah. We talk about Nashville, yeah. sometimes Memphis, LA, you know, Chicago, New, York, New Orleans. San Francisco, of course, has a history, a rich musical history, mm -hmm. but people really think of like the hippie days and hate hate mm -hmm. Ashbury. Mm -hmm. But what what's been happening in the last, you know, mm -hmm. 10, 15 years? Can you speak to that? You know, San Francisco is really interesting because there is a lot of that residual, like, and I don't think that that's ever going to go away. I mean, it was so impactful at that time in the 60s, and it's so what people remember it for. Um, and, you know, I think predominantly a lot of people who were in that scene who still live in that area are members of the Grateful Dead. Mm -hmm. So that is really kind of, it feels like... Um, a, a keystone. They yeah. are kind of a keystone of the scene. At least the scene that, that I've participated in. I'm sure that there's an incredible, you know, hip-hop scene and blues scene and, you know, that I'm unfamiliar mm -hmm. with. But the scene that I'm familiar with, of course, is, you know, playing with um, my own band at that time mm -hmm. and all the bands that kind of were associated with me in however way, mm -hmm. but also... And the Terrapin family, sort of the Terrapin, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was it. So when Phil Lash opened the Terrapin, uh, Terrapin Crossroads, mm -hmm. which is his venue in San Rafael, it's a restaurant, it's an outdoor space, um, it's a bar space and also a proper venue, music venue. Mm -hmm. um, I was one of the first wave of musicians that he invited to come and kind of open mm -hmm. that venue, yeah. which was a huge honor because 
my oldest brother was really into the Grateful Dead, so that music is very much in the fabric of my existence. Of, like, of Nikki. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny. People always say, like, are you a Beatles or a Rolling Stones person? And I want to be like, well, what about the Grateful Dead? You right. know, like, to me, that feels just as... And the Beach Boys, too, actually. Right. It's a whole other cloth. Yeah, it's yeah. like, what happened to the California bands? You exactly. Know? Come on. <laughs> um, but it's been a really cool thing. And, and what Phil Lesh has done um, and his wife, Jill, <clears throat> is really remarkable in creating a community and bringing people mm-hmm. together. I mean... Very much a family. Very much a family and very much uh, supportive of the waves of generations coming and making music. Like, very inviting that he asks me to come and play with him at the Apollo Theater. You know, we just did the Central Park, the Capitol Theater, and the Apollo. And here I am, like, getting to join him for those shows. Like, he he's really gracious in kind of, um, you know, inviting and ushering the next generation of players. Mm-hmm. Because he could easily have whoever he wanted, but he wants to have people who, you know, are working hard and have their own thing going and you know it, it's it's just it's a special yeah. thing and I feel really honored to be a part of and you do have it. your own thing going you're going out on tour with this album yeah you're, you're gonna have Gil Landry come join you in November yes, yes. This is great this is great news yes yeah. there's a lot going on a lot to be excited about no- November is kind of this last push we've been touring all summer on the new record and I'm excited to tour in cooler weather and mm-hmm. have Gil out with us. And the band is very gelled, and um, we're looking forward to this yeah. like last November push. Yeah, we're thrilled for you too, and we can't wait to see Thank more music you. and more singles out. Yes, yes, and have a great Americana Fest. Thank you. We'll you see too. You this week. Okay. Thanks. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But, Doctor, you took an oath. That RV, it's my son's RV. Oh, Doctor, isn't there anything you can do? I'm not a miracle worker, Sheila. I'm an RV surgeon, trained to save the lives of large injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 